Hello everyone, FPL Teacher here bringing you the review of Palace 1, Brentford 1. In this episode, we will look beyond the headlines of Zaha's goal to look at what Palace did right and how Brentford themselves in particular coped without an injured key player. We will look at what tactics they built and what can be sustained moving forward. Crystal Palace. Their 4-5-1 largely has a stable starting 11, except for the number 9 position. Orson Edward was benched here in favour of John Philip Mateta, who is a traditional target man, but curiously enough, there were no crosses set up for him. So, this target man role he played here was simply to facilitate or to occupy Brentford's centre-backs in order to create space for Olise and Eze and Zaha all to run into. Now, Zaha was man-marked here, so Olise in the first half had the majority of the chances being a left-footer on the right wing. Now, in the second half itself, what happened was Brentford decided to press them high and even more space opened up, especially after Palace went ahead 1-0. In this case, Zaha obviously was one of the biggest benefactors of this and as the game progressed, Vieira brought on more defensive players in the form of Milivojevic, stable quantities such as Jordan Ayu. So it goes to show that Palace at home do proactively take steps to preserve their lead rather than extend it. Moving forward for FPL, Zaha is a magician. Buy him if you can afford him if you're tired of playing with the revolving door of 5-6 to six million midfielders. And as for their defence, Anderson is certainly investment-worthy if Palace's home fixtures turn for the better. The catalyst for Crystal Palace's defensive appeal lies in the fact that Vieira's mentality in the second half, while aiming to preserve a lead, brought on stable quantities such as Milivojevic and Jordan Ayu eventually, adapting to every of Brentford's tactic bar Wiesa's introduction in the last five minutes. In conclusion, Zaha is a known quantity, and when Crystal Palace's fixtures get better, then a centre-back investment is certainly on the cards. Mm. Brentford, whose attack is so unpredictable, it's basically a byproduct of the Premier League's new five substitution rule. Across the front line, besides Tony and Mbomo, the third forward could be either Johan Wissa in recent weeks, but this time round, Thomas Frank started Lewis Potter on the left flank. Now, what happened was that Brentford attempted to vary their press across different stages of the game. But, gonna cut to the chase here, for FPL purposes, the midfield is where Brentford earned their stripes, because without the presence of Christian Norgaard, Janelt took over as the central defensive midfielder and this cost Brentford a large part of their clean sheet potential. Not Pontus Jensen, but Christian Norgaard. Because firstly, he is the defensive stalwart on set pieces, defensively and offensively. And secondly, his physical presence when Brentford built up the ball prevented a lot of teams from pressuring them down. And that is exactly what Palace did here. A lot of the time, Brentford were forced to bring their other central midfielders, Da Silva, Baptiste, all the way in line with the centre-backs just to make sure that the ball could travel to the final third. Now, in the second half, 
the forwards all basically switched up, especially after Aaron Hickey, the right back, got his caution by fouling Zaha. Hickey himself is going to be an extremely valuable defender once Brentford get their full 11 back, simply because he demonstrated his 1v1 ability against Zaha here, constantly refusing to allow Zaha to turn with the ball. And the one time Zaha received the ball facing him face-to-face was the only time that Zaha got his goal. Because beyond that, across the first half, Hiki basically had Zaha in his back pocket. Now, moving forward for FPL purposes, Tony remains a stable quantity, but his chances largely revolve around partnerships around the pitch. So it was only when Wisa came on in the final five minutes, the usual 11 of the Silva, Jensen and whatnot, all came together for the equaliser. But as it stands, without Norgard, Brentford remain an unknown quantity and it is certainly better to invest in the likes of Brighton and Fulham and such. In conclusion, Palace have established exactly where they are with Zaha as their talisman and everyone else a growing quantity. Where they'll develop remains to be seen, but defensively they can certainly improve, based on Vieira's practical mentality. As for Brentford, they are starting to be on the wane, especially with the injuries happening to key players such as Jensen and Norgard. Now, their substitutes are able to change the game, but as it stands, they are largely reliant on Raya for saves, as well as Aaron Hickey's ability to prevent key attackers from getting into the game. This is FPL Teacher speaking, and I will review the rest of the, Saturday, uh, the midweek games later on. <laughs>